Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. On tonight's David Makes Man After Show, we are cutting up with editor Sarah C. Reeves. Saren is missing, Willie Derrick is dead, and the storm is coming, so stay tuned right now. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hello, everybody. Happy Hump Day. It is your favorite after show this Wednesday night, the David Makes Man After Show. I'm your host, Sahai Wilson, and tonight we have so much in store for you. We have a special guest from the show itself, editor Sarah C. Reeves. We have news and gossip, and we have predictions. But first, let me introduce you to my panel. We have the lovely Zakia. Hi, Zakia. Hello, guys. So, Zakia <laughs> is a publicist. She does our bookings, our news and gossip, and so much more. And she'll be giving us her perspective on what it's like to live in the PJs. Thank you, Zakia. And again, I'm your host, Sahai Wilson. I am a producer with over 10 years of experience, and I like to give you the inside behind the scenes takes on your favorite show. Now, the person that makes the show so special, that edits, that puts the story together so you can understand it, is here with us tonight, Miss Sarah C. Reeves. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Appreciate it. We are so excited to have you, Sarah. We connect on Twitter, and now you're here live in person. I know, I can't, I'm excited. Thank you. <laughs> and guys, we're also in the live chat tonight, so don't forget to hit us up with your questions. Um, our old friend Lucian is in the live chat tonight. You know, when he's not here, he wants to be here in spirit. So, hi Lucian, how are you? Great to have you in the chat. So, first of all, ladies, you know, it's ladies night. Josh is missing tonight. He's out sick, so mm. he's here with us in spirit. But what were your overall thoughts? Zaki, I'll start with you. Oh my gosh. So this episode definitely gave me a headache. (laughs) (laughs) In a good way, but it was so much going on. I was super sad. I had many emotions. More dark and sad emotions, but this episode was amazing. You were definitely a magician at those angles. Those angles, <laughs> that editing, but it was it was this was a this was a great one. Now, guys, Sarah edited this episode in addition to the last two, so she edited the pilot mm-hmm. and the last three episodes, including tonight's episode. So we're yeah. gonna get the inside scoop on how everything came together. Now, Sarah, looking at it, watching it with us, and you were also like live tweeting with some of the people. Like, how is it to see your work on screen? Oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> Especially this episode. I mean, so much, so many storylines sort of culminate and like build to this insane ending. Listen, I was brought to tears. I was mad at Sarah after watching the episode because I was like, how could you do this to me and to us and to everyone? But at the same time, I was so happy. So let's get into why we were on this emotional roller coaster tonight. Let, we'll start with David pops off at DWT, at Dr. Wood's Trap, and she reads David for filth. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so David is at school. We have the speaker come, and he's playing the game again, mm-hmm. throwing his mama under the bus, talking about my mama's on drugs sometimes. I sleep in the room with my brother. Do you guys feel like David overdoes it with playing up how the the poor, you know, sad young man from the projects kind of angle? I think um, definitely for sure he is exploiting his lifestyle and to make uh, a different way for himself uh, but the way he's doing it is is dragging everyone through the mud it's like when like she was saying the congressman who he was trying to impress he does the same exact thing he exploits the fact that he went through so much pain and tries to put it on some type of visual stance point for everyone to view mm-hmm. or look at it and say oh and then Otherwise, he doesn't even go back to the hood. Right. So it is yeah. something that we do see, unfortunately, often in our community. Um, and it is sad. I mean, there's there's ways to tell your story without exploiting your story. And I think that's what Wood Trap is trying to tell David. It's She's like, you don't have to use your story uh, to make people feel sorry for you and manipulate them. Yeah. And that's what he's doing. Yeah. You don't need to throw your mom under the mm-hmm. bus completely. Right. Now, the, what I found interesting is that you know he felt like he had to compete with our lovely marissa how are you um because you know marissa comes from a from a a, what looks like a a healthy home you know what i'm saying so when she's speaking to this this guest speaker it's coming from a a honest place i think she was playing the game a little bit too she knows she cute she knows she's smart so she knows her what role she has to play and i feel like david's trying to figure out what angle he can play but also the fact that um dr woodstrap said uh you want to be like this man he ain't he ain't nothing to be like which i thought was an interesting uh spin on on this upstanding citizen that he came to speak to the kids so sarah tell us what about that episode that scene and when you were because see it's how long was it and then how short did it get cut down uh the scene with the the congressman in the school i remember that scene being a little bit longer and we cut it down i think initially his speech was a bit longer and i might have featured him more but in the end we kind of went more with what david's perspective was with it and how he felt about it um and the scene with dr woodstrap that's almost exactly like it was in the editor's cut. Right. Just a few tweaks. But Miss Felicia Rashad was, you know, she was giving us again classic Claire Huxtable yes. reading <laughs> you vibes. So, how long did it take to cut this episode? Well, it's interesting because the way uh, they shoot the episodes of David McMahon, they do something called block shooting, okay. which means they shoot three episodes at a time. Okay, and so because of that, they shoot. All the locations, like if they're shooting at the school with Dr. Woodstrap mm-hmm. or whoever, whatever character's there for episodes 8, 9, and 10, they shoot it all at once. Wow. Like in the span of like two or three or four days, whatever it might be. Mm. Then when they're at the Ville, they shoot everything at the Ville. Wow. So uh, it's hard to say how long it took this particular episode to okay. come together. It's more of like the last three episodes took okay. quite a bit of time. And how much time would you say? Uh, I mean, they shot, I think, for about 26 days. These last three. days, yeah. Okay. I think all the blocks were about, the average about that. Got it. Um, And in the span of that, you're cutting the whole time that they're shooting. Oh. And then uh, usually how it works in TV mm-hmm. is you get four days for an editor's cut. And because we had three episodes, it was like 12 days of editor's mm. cut. And then directors get four days, so it was like 12 days of director's cut. And then producer's cuts, you know, however long they need to be. So it felt... Like months. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. And how are you keeping track of three different episodes at once while they're shooting and you're editing? 
You know, it's it's probably what directors do on set. Um, I my assistant, my assistant editor will usually make like a detailed continuity for each episode, mm. basically putting what the scene is a description, and so that way when I'm cutting it, I might be like, especially if they're shooting, you know every scene at the school for the right. last three episodes, I might be like, what's happening before? What's happening after? Mm. What's the motivation? So you reference that. Exactly. Okay. okay. Exactly. It. And just to let you guys know, you know, who we have here tonight, Sarah not only edited David Makes Man, but she's currently working on a secret project uh, known as Star Trek Picard. So she, can you tell us a little bit about that project that you have working on? Um I can't really say much at all, but there is there is a uh, a Comic Con trailer out there, I believe, from the San Diego okay. Comic Con. Okay. So I'd encourage everyone that is interested to view that trailer. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, look out for Sarah's work on Star Trek: Picard. She's also worked on Homeland, Preacher, Masters of Sex, which I loved, um, and show. American Horror Story. It's mm-hmm. true. There's so many different American horror stories. I would say I'm the class or, uh, or the alumni of Asylum and okay. Coven. Okay, okay. So the earlier cool. ones. See, I'm scared of those types of shows, so I haven't seen that, <laughs> but I've seen Masters of Sex, so thank you for being here with us. One other thing that I want to um, remind you guys is how much we love After Buzz. Sakia, tell us why. Yes. Okay, guys. So we absolutely love you guys, and we love chatting with you guys. As you know, we're always in the live chat. We're always reading and commenting back. But in order for us to continue to grow, what we need you to do is always give many um, stars in re- for all our reviews and also just give a thumbs up to the video and keep coming back because we love to see you guys. We do. Thank you, Sakia. <laughs> we want five stars. And some of the people who were in the comments last week. Now, let me tell you, y'all be getting deep in the yes. comments. Okay, breaking yes. it down. Because the David Makes Man viewer is intelligent and smart, and I appreciate that. Let's give a shout-out to a couple of them. Jamie Dupree, mm-hmm. Joy Herring, Rio D, eBay the Ebo, um, who... You credited Josh last week for pronunciation. I actually told him how to pronounce your name. Just saying. <laughs> um, Jessica J, Combe Kid, The True Pharaoh, A Mel's. Do you see the list keeps going? Phyllis Crosby and Phyllis Crosby. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for breaking it down. Thank you for sharing your insights. Sarah, what was it like watching the show with us and hearing, you know, seeing our reactions to your work? I mean, as an editor, mm-hmm. it's known as the invisible art. So you usually don't get a lot of credit for it. Nobody knows what you're doing. So the pleasures that I take in the form is watching other people watch the episode. And so seeing y'all's reactions to big pivotal moments, like like the end, the reveal of Saren, I mean... (laughs) Sarah, it was awesome. we need to pace ourselves. That's my headache. And what's crazy is that I... It, I've had uh, a few months off from finishing. finishing right, this because episode. when did you finish the show? Uh, I th- you, we went in order, so we we locked episode eight, and then we did nine and ten. Um, so I think we probably locked this episode maybe in March. Okay, or February. so it's not like it was years. You know, no, last year was this but year. A, enough time to be like, wait, what's happening again? Right. Yeah. So to see that all of this stuff David went through during the day happened in one day, like just from the morning to like. Mid afternoon, yeah, <laughs> and I think sometimes we forget that because you know, but he is going through all this stuff in one time span. Mm-hmm. When we see David kind of zone out and like we see like him like his eyes fluttering, what is happening to him in those moments? 
Is that like him? Like something? It kind of looks like he's having a seizure or a flashback. I don't know if he's just tired. It was something that we established in the pilot. Okay, that whenever we cut to David, yeah, having the, like the this sort of zoned out uh, lens baby shots. Lens mm-hmm. baby is a type of the type of lens they put on the camera to make it look like he's coming through water, mm-hmm. like it's sort of in and out. Um, and that's what the uh, the director of the pilot um, chose, Michael Francis. Um, that's essentially when he's sort of like it's like his superpower in a way when he's like sort of channeling his trauma and um I feel like I can't I can't reveal exactly what it's from oh wow see feel feel, feel free to reveal I I can't say I could either confirm nor deny (laughs) okay okay well you might hear that a lot tonight thank you okay (laughs) see your your other uh Co-workers have tried to pull that with us, but we'll, <laughs> we'll move forward. Um, we also had the death tonight of young Willie Derrick. Mm-hmm. Okay, so sad. First of all, so Willie Derrick, I guess, was t- taking the pills. You know, he didn't listen to Biggie, and he got high on his own supply. Now, I thought Willie Derrick was just a lookout, but I guess somehow he got his hands on some of the prescription drugs. Is this what happened? It, it's I, so hard to tell. Were you, okay. I, I was I was confused. What about what about you? Or Sarah, well, the, can you tell uh, us what exactly? The one corner boy, Fred, mm-hmm. says uh, the JIT OD'd. So I'm assuming that that the characters assume he took the drugs and it didn't go well. Why, Willie Derek? Why? Yeah, and he was so young too. He's so young, and clearly he's somebody to Shinobi because Shinobi was distraught, a mess. I yes. think. I think, and this is just my speculation. Okay, okay. but I feel like maybe uh, uh, Shinobi is to Willie Derrick what Sky was to David. Oh, like sort of his mentor in the film, so like his protege mm-hmm. in that first episode in the pilot. I keep going back to the so much stuff goes back because to the, the pilot, pilot kind of yes. set the foundation yeah. and set the tone. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like when Raynan took away Willie Derrick's promotion of being the lookout and put it on David, Shinobi got really upset and. Oh. And the same way that David was protecting his brother, Shinobi was protecting God. Eric. Oh wow! And you know when Shinobi cries, I cry because I I heart him. <laughs> I, you know, we also saw that Shinobi and Mix Elijah their, their relationship is still flourishing as we saw Star yes. uh, depart earlier in the episode, which yeah. we later found out where and why. Mm-hmm. Um, to see the death of one of their own in the Ville. Mm-hmm. How do we think that's going to affect everything else? It doesn't seem like it's it does. It's not going to affect. I'm like stumbling yes. so much. Look, I stumbled like, in the beginning. Like, There's like, a lot happening tonight, right? But in my mind, I'm I'm placing it together. Yeah. But David really took the power in this episode. It seems like everything is now in his hands, especially with Raynan being afraid. So maybe the death. Of it wasn't even it was so many things that happened that resulted, but the death seems like a little people are going to be a little bit more careful for I think, sure. Yeah, I agree. Cell, I so. agree. He definitely the crown that we saw him wear last week. He mm-hmm. definitely bossed up, and it was like like you said, he wasn't a prince. He was like a king. Yeah, and um, he's telling people older than him what to do, mm-hmm. how to clean up the death of Willie Derrick. You know, I just keep going back to Shinobi being on the floor crying with little Willie Derrick with the foam in his oh mouth. My gosh, I mean so that. Sad. 
harsh. Yes. And then also, I want to talk about Shinobi one more time because I just enjoy it. Um, <laughs> when he was at the pharmacy doing the pickup, it was like he was a chameleon because one minute mm-hmm. he's talking to the old lady, you know, being very prim and proper, which we saw Rainin being able to do. You switch it up, mm-hmm. and then next thing you know, he gets the the drugs and pulls his shirt out, stealing something from somebody's shopping cart. So we're seeing not only David having the ability to shift; mm-hmm. it's like they all have to. Yeah, for sure. And social chameleon is such a good example to explain Shinobi in that in that scene. But what surprised me is the story he told. It seemed like he wasn't making that story up. But then it also foreshadowed Willie's Derek's death. So I'm like, did he lose someone and now this is someone else he lost? Or has he <gasps> continue does he continuously lose people? I don't know. You're right. I know. Because okay. it didn't seem like seem like a made-up story. No, it didn't. Mm-hmm. It seemed like he was talking from a heartfelt place. You're mm-hmm. right. Cause then when, when she was like Anthony Johnson picking up for Blanc, Blanca Vieja. Ooh. So Anthony Johnson is Shinobi. But who's Blanca Vieja? No, these people were made up. They oh. had to be. They were fake names. Oh, because I was like, <laughs> who that? Okay. Yeah. They were fake names. Got it. Thank Me you, with Zakiya. my hands. They were fake. <laughs> Liars. Okay, lies. So we also... So the death of Willie Derrick, that was one huge thing. Then we see Raynan and Desmond get arrested. Okay, now guys, do we th- is Raynan an informant? Is he? They knew his order at the at the damn well, Polio listen, Tropical. I don't trust I don't trust it though, because the police they seem fishy too. Right. Because Uncle the Uncle Tio Teo. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uncle Tio Teo. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, Oh, I got a hunch where they when they're gonna get out. So did Tio Teo set raining up? Does Desmond know about it too? I don't know. They, so, they said Sarah, Sarah help us oh, and this please let us know. We entered the uh, I can confirm I can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny it territory. Um, I will say that you should keep watching the last two episodes. Oh, that Sarah this is killing me. Edited here, okay? <laughs> we are getting really passionate. Okay, about this because right now. it was I so it. much. I love it. I love it. Oh it was just so much. Okay, fine. We're going. We, we go. But let's just talk about. Okay, Teal Tail comes. I was scared. Mm-hmm. And then that's how we find out that he didn't know about the whole prescription drug game going on. Right. And so that's why he, because he kept on saying there's more money here. And David was like, oh, I got my cut, but these other people didn't. Did, oh, oh, sorry. No. No, no. I, in last week's episode, at the beginning, there's a scene, I think it's last week's 107, mm-hmm. of David and Rainin in the car. Mm-hmm. And they're discussing <gasps> yes. oh, what's yeah. happening and who can't find out about it. Mm-hmm. See, Sarah? That's why we needed I'm you today. Just, just, Where you been? Where I'm you only been? talking about why we need Okay, nothing right. New, nothing? So. Okay, no, fine. This, this, they all tie together. Yes. We needed that piece. Thank Tremendously. You. Thank Tremendously. you. Thank you very much. When David was screaming at uh, Rainin, and then Rainin tells <gasps> about how Scott died. Lord. That, that is my, the one of, I mean, it might be, my favorite scene I've ever edited. Yeah, that when was I, intense. When I saw the dailies uh, after all the corner boys leave, and how David, well, I'll just say uh, Achille and Adichie, how they were in those dailies, so raw, so oh. much emotion. I, I don't, I know you guys are taking notes while watching, but there was a shot when, in which I just hold on them because they're so good and so good. They look when they're so close together. It's like you. 
can't tell who's who for a moment. Yeah, they kind of look alike, and I think it just speaks more to the shape shifting and and you know that everybody's that they're, doing. They're both like Sky's children, essentially. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. you know the crazy part is <laughs> Raynan is not a thug like we thought he was, and he is not the threat. He was scared out his mind. He said, "You gotta hide. I have to hide. He's going to kill me." And if you'll if you'll uh, recall, in after uh, David tells Raynan that. Um, like we got, we got a plan. We got, we both have people we need to save in this. And he, he leaves, and he's a, on top of the villa. Like he's on the t- upper platform, yes. and he looks down yes. at Raynan. So it's definitely like a just power shift. The, totally, completely, wow. just the blocking and the way they're placed. It sure, sort of tells you who's in charge. Remember, because I said how Teo Teo punks Raynan because he knows he's he's not mm-hmm. like a hood kind of guy. He come in with the polo shirt and the mama that, you know, is a nurse mm-hmm. in a beautiful home. So we really see his inability to handle these situations unlike his father who was an OG. And exactly. I feel like David, is, he plays such a good game because... Although I think he is afraid of Teo Teo, I don't think that he's as afraid of him as he believes. I want to speak about that. Those moments when David is just very open with his emotions mm-hmm. to Teo Teo, to Dr. Wood's trap, and just kind of releases everything. Why do you think... It, does that surprise you that he has the ability to be so open with his feelings? Because then there are times where, like, with Dr. Bree, he's very closed off. Mm-hmm. It's funny that you mentioned that because I think I saw some people tweeting online that they didn't know if his outburst at Wood's Trap was real or not. Mm. Was it? Because the show plays so much around with like mm-hmm. when something is happening when it's not. But no, it did happen. Okay. That okay. was definitely like I mean, he just reached a boiling point. And when he said and, and I And his wrote code it down. switching dropped too, like the way he tossed it. Yes. It was like you know, F this previous, like, you know, person I've been in front of you. I'm, like, going to be real. Or, you he know, said, I'm the trying mixing to, of the world. Yeah, he yes. said, I'm trying to live, and you worried about me being shamed. Yes, but to be devil's advocate, um, I mean, he is in a world where he has to play multiple faces. So, like, I understand his point of view, and I do understand Wood's point, um, Wood's trap point of view. Yeah. But... Like, he literally is fed up. He's yeah. like, look, I am trying to make something out of nothing, and I'm not giving it. I'm, it's not given to me, so I have to take it by any means necessary. But, mm. well, it's just so, it's, it's a thick, yeah. it's thick, it lays okay. on thick. Yeah, so. And, and the code switching. I mean, like, David's yes. code switching, mm-hmm. Shinobi's code switching. Right. Raynan's code switching. Everybody's playing a game. Some are doing it better than others. Right. Yes. Okay. Wow. So, well, next traumatic situation <laughs> you know they don't know where Saren is Marissa is is nervous is looking for him mm-hmm. Dave is looking for him and Miss Kelly comes to school with herself Ooh, okay you know I don't know if she was more mad that she had to get off the treadmill and come look for her child <laughs> or really because she really cared about his whereabouts do we think Miss Kelly was really worried about Saren's Whereabouts, or was she just playing up because she don't want to get in trouble? Right. I think she's worried, but she's also p- placing the blame off of herself and putting it on David. Like as we saw, she's like, you know, he can't hang around but, brown people. Brown. Because, she just kept on saying brown, brown, yeah. brown people. She's also afraid that Saren might get hurt from the police because of the crowd he brings, in, or like because he's black. She's scared of him being black. She. But that's then, her fear. But then she's over here beating him herself. This and lady is crazy. She is crazy. And do Shades we th- of gray. Do Shades we, of gray. I mean, do we think Miss Kelly knows about this whole Ray and Saren situation? 
Sarah, tell us. Well, you know, that's that's an interesting question. Okay. Because I don't know, I don't think that the show ever tells you that. Right. So I have thought about it myself. What do you think? I think, and I even asked the actress that plays Mrs. Kelly, who played um, by... Yes, please tell me her name. She's amazing. I, and Jessica I, Kelly's played by Jillian Williams. Yes, Jillian, yes. Jillian. She's great. And Marissa is... I, actor. Oh. It, Oh, sorry. Hold on. Lindsay Blackwell. Yes. Yes. Because of her, 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 yes, her uh, Instagram is Lindsay B. Well. And I was like, I called her B. Well, but it's Blackwell. Hi, Lindsay. How are you? And oh. Jillian's on, on Twitter as well. And yes. she has a fun, I think another actress is hers. Okay. I don't know her um, by heart, but thank you, Jillian. <laughs> uh, um, she, I asked her, I said, do you think that, that Miss Kelly knows? And she said, she, th- and this is kind of what I felt anyways. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think she straight up knows, but I think she has a, like, there's percolation. Lord, so what kind of mom is that? Well, I mean, this is me speaking, not from anyone okay. else. But if someone has, you know, percolation, is it is it sort of um, like like they subtextually know? Mm-hmm. It's like sort of like, or the, what's the word? Um, so your your uh, intuition, yeah, like your, something is off. And what did so, I say? Intuition, intuition, <laughs> intuition, or um, subconsciously? Okay, subconsciously does, she, and this is just me. This is just me. I'm like subconsciously. Does she hurt her son because of some fucked up jealousy? I don't know. I said that last like week. Said. I, I said know. that. I, I said know. that. We t- we're yeah. here. I, I, I feel that. you. I think I, I personally, I feel like that's what it yep. is. But that's just me mm-hmm. watching. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, this whole situation scarred me. Okay, so. It is the worst. It is literally the worst household in America. The worst. Mm-hmm. Okay, we got like, Ray showing up. Ray. You know, he. It's talking about oh maybe me and da- me and Saren are close and I think oh, he may God. be in Tampa with his dad. And she gave him a the look. Police, only because the police were about to get called. He stood up. He didn't even sit and say it. His because you know he felt he mm-hmm. felt Jamel dirty. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's the thing I say. Everybody's got shades of gray, but I'm sorry I can't. Uh, Ray is Ray is the, the worst. worst. The but worst. we love Jamel. Jamel is love. Jamel, yes. Jamel you're Jamel the best. We love you. Worst. We love you. Well, we had him in here. I couldn't even tell that. <laughs> yes, and please go back and watch uh, Jamel's interview as well. He was great having him in in house. Now, where are you from originally? I am from Houston, Texas. Shout out to Houston. Shout out to H-Town. Oh, hey. <laughs> like our lead actor? Yes. yes. H-Town. Okay. Oh, okay. And then now, where did you train? Because, guys, I feel like with the change of media today, right? Everybody's editing. Like, we're editing on our phones. Oh, like, that's true. Yeah, everybody's like, an editor. Now. Everybody's an editor now, but for real, for real editing is hard. It is mm-hmm. very hard. It is a skill that, that not many people can do well because you're telling a story and you have to keep track of that. So, where did you train? Where did you kind of, how did you get started? Well, I went to, I'm from Houston, okay. and I went to college at the University of North Texas, Okay, where I, uh, this was, the good lord, this was a while ago. Don't, you don't have to give dates. It's okay. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But I, so they, uh, they, they taught us, like, I think it was Premiere, but like a very early version of Premiere. And I had all these questions, like, well, what if I want to split the sound and have it go at this? They're like, or if I want to work in Hollywood, and they're like, you need to learn Avid. And so... I they taught me I I had like a specific teacher teach me how to use Avid, wow. and then from there I went back to Houston, graduated and and did a, a little interning at a facility in Houston, um, that because there was no place to get a job right like you either like in Texas at that time you graduate and it's like you can't get hired as an editor immediately right. you have no experience and they didn't really have a lot of assistant editing positions okay. in Houston because they don't they 
mainly do a lot of commercials right. and things like that. They don't have TV shows. Um, and I interned at this facility that did commercials, uh, and then Hurricane Katrina happened. Wow. And so suddenly our facility, which was called VT2 Studios, it was across the street from the Astrodome. Mm-hmm. And that's where they brought all the refugees. Yes. So suddenly a ton of work came to town because of, of this. Of all the news of, outlets? Of, yes, including wow. Oprah Winfrey came and rented our facility. Wow. And that was the first time I got paid <laughs> to work the weekend and helping out the Oprah show. And, and then, full circle moment, you are now wow. cutting, editing. Yes. Cut, and cutting her, her show, cutting on Oprah's show. That's when I, that's amazing. Thank you. Was, Look at that full circle moment. It was. And I did tell her that at the premiere. Oh. She was there, and she talked to, like, everybody, and I had two seconds, and I, I said What did you that. say? I mean, I just said, like, thank you so much. I edited the pilot. I also You also gave me my first job when you came to Houston for Hurricane Katrina. And I, I might have even said thank you for the ribs because she like bought everybody and everybody <laughs> like barbecue. It was great. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Thank you for sharing that story. You're welcome. Um, and then I moved to Hollywood. Right. And basically, I'm sure many people here know. Mm-hmm. Everybody in this facility knows. Yeah. You kind of work your way up. Like yeah. you do PAing and then you get your bump doing assistant editing. Yes. And then you got to figure out your way to get bumped up to editor. And for yeah. my yeah. path was doing TV assistant editing on a lot of, you know, premiere cable mm-hmm. shows. And then jumping into independent movies. Yes. Doing a couple of those, including uh, this one movie called The Archer that was a lesbian teenage first blood. Okay. I'm known more as an action action drama editor, not okay. a lot of romantic comedy in my resume. Okay. Um, <laughs> Would you like to add more rom-coms? Or no, what? actually. I prefer, like, drama, action. I mean, I don't want to see Willie Derrick die, but I mean, I'll cut it. Okay. Like, I don't want to like, anything that's sort of super dramatic and emotional, mm-hmm. that's where I lean to. Do you prefer TV or film? You know, that's a tough question. Mm. I, I like them both. What I love most about David Mix Man is to me, it feels more theatrical. Very it much. It feels so. like an indie movie. It feels like, like yeah. a like a tailor made Sundance TV show. Speaking of Sundance, Sarah here was at a premiere for a Sundance project that she helped a friend with, and I just want to say, you know, filmmakers help your friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially to find a friend that will edit your project for you. You are a real. You are the real MVP, Sarah. You are. Oh. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. <laughs> Appreciate it. What's the name of the project that you helped your friend with? Um, this project is called Golden Arm. Lovely. Okay. So they're they're trying to... Everybody, like, what's the date right now? It's uh, October 2nd. Yeah. Everyone's trying to make a Sundance uh, deadline. Okay. Well, <laughs> shout out to everybody yet working on their Sundance projects. So back to David Makes Man, because we also have some news and gossip. We want to get to some predictions. So stay tuned. Um, and don't forget to hit us in the live chat. We have so many people. Oh, my gosh. Who, who's <laughs> In there what are they saying okay so we have someone who said oh don't be mad if i get the names wrong tech romage <laughs> oh hey tech romage yeah. yeah he said um tyra seems to think so but saren hasn't confirmed or denied it so tony johnson was basically asking is saren gay and um tara seems to think so he was saying mm-hmm. um we have our girl jl or is it a guy? I don't know. We sometimes. don't know. But, what, <laughs> person, but you're, the, you're, you're the best. You're always in our chat. We love you. Um, so it said, uh, they said, one of the writers um, you had on the, uh, the show said that she fears uh, that Saren's life, um, just like she explained tonight. Uh, 
or she uh, fear she fears Saren or dead Saren's life. Okay. Yeah. Well, we, I guess he's saying like she fears. The she life. fears for yeah, Saren's for life. Saren. Okay. But yeah. you know what, Saren, as we saw before, is alive and well. Yes. And on his way on a journey. But backtracking just a little bit, just to wrap up with Miss Kelly mm-hmm. and how she was blaming David one minute, and then Doctor Bree sent something. Dr. Bree had, uh, first of all, amazing. Dr. Bree called David out about the prescription, stealing the prescription drug pad. Yes. Did y'all know? I did, I, that was unexpected yeah. for me. Did you Bring expect it? that? No. Because I thought he didn't know, but yeah. David thinks he's slick, but he not. Yep, he's not the only one who knows mm-hmm. game. Game knows yeah. game. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, Miss Kelly coming here like a storm of her own mm-hmm. and just is berating everybody at the school and just acting crazy. And she put her hands on David. Yeah. Yeah, She. what did she do? Push him? She's like, she, she like, grabs him and then oh, Ray yeah. pulls her off. Uh-huh. But it's sort of like, whoa, lady! Don't but she was going a, off touch like a kid in the school, right? <laughs> she, <laughs> she don't want uh, David's mom to come up there, not at all. Uh, Zakia, what you were talking about? We were talking about this a little bit earlier about mm-hmm. that dynamic with her and Miss Kelly and David and Miss, Miss and Doctor Bree. Kind of, yeah. you want to elaborate on that a little bit? Well, for me, it seemed like Doctor Bree could see that something wasn't right in the, their household, especially with the note that. Um, David gave yes the no yes the principal, and he he was even like after they after the guy had stood up and said oh no not the police you know in any case like if your child's lost like anyone's gonna want to call the police right mom. Yeah. my mom would want to call the police right so I guess when he seen that happen he went out and he needed to know more from David and as he was saying David you're you're not giving me the full answers you you kind of walk you're kind of walking around the situation so it just seems like. Dr. Bree knows um, a lot more um, just then, by visually by he, Then he's leading on to. Mm-hmm. You brought up the note, guys. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I didn't, I didn't, I thought the note was going to say where Saren was, but it was actually a very sweet note. Why do you think David wasn't afraid to share the note? I think they purposely planned that because as we saw by the end, everyone knows that. Saren is is in the car with Star yes. heading to town, and David knows that. We David didn't know set that. it up. Yes, so I feel like the note is also a setup because he's basically like, "This is the one thing that I felt like I was losing." I don't know though. Sarah, tell us. Well, I, you know, I, I'm not sure if this is what it is, mm-hmm. but I do feel like that when David received the note, by I think David wants Saren. To have allies and have help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he mentioned that actually in the episode where they're lying in bed and talking. Mm-hmm. He's like, "You need to tell someone," and mm-hmm. Saren doesn't want to. Right. And I feel like his note is sort of like chaste enough that if he shares this, this is a clue, mm-hmm. and it's like David reaching out to adults yeah. in the only way he feels comfortable mm-hmm. doing. Because okay. David keeps on saying, "I ain't no snitch." Right. Exactly. Right. But that note was enough to sort of like be a kernel of like, "Hey, people, pay Wake attention up. to what's happening." And right. Dr. Bree, I think, asks him. Uh, uh, is there something I should know about Saren's home life? And David says, um, ask his home life. <clears throat> Saren, so you did a great job. You did. You did a great job. <laughs> this episode was I don't think amazing. that scene changed a, fr- it changed a frame either. They were so... Every, I, is, this episode, as an this editor, was a plethora of riches. Mm-hmm. Like, they were so... Everyone was so good. Dr. Mm-hmm. Bree is good. David, even just, again, watching it now with some distance, like, watching Akili perform in the, in the scene with the um, congressman. Yes. And how he was, mm-hmm. and how he was sort of, he's code switching and sort yeah. of throwing his mom under the rug yeah. in a way that feels 
like he's not doing it that well. Right. <laughs> and he knows it and he's overcompensating it and checking in with Dr. WT the whole Amazing time. Amazing performance. Then how he is with the switch with Dr. WT. Yep. How he is with Dr. Bree. Yep. Amazing. How he is with Miss Kelly. Yep. Okay. How he is with uh, Tio Teo. Okay. Akili. How he is with Raina. He Great. best get Shinobi. an Emmy. Okay. Yep. I need to see an Emmy for Mr. Akili. Fun little side note. Mm-hmm. In my avid timeline, yes. I have a locator. Right when David, after he says, sit your scary ass down, he says, um, uh, so we're going to sit down, we're going to solve this, and it's just him yelling, and it's this mm-hmm. great profile shot. I literally have a locator that says, like, and the Emmys, like, like you see yeah, that? We said it like, here yes. first. Please. On the David Makes Man After Show. <laughs> yes. We will hopefully be seeing this next year. Let's wrap up um, the episode so we can get to some of our segments. Okay. Uh, overall, we saw, like we said, Zakia and we all just got so excited. When <sighs> I saw Saren in the car with Star, mm-hmm. I cried. Because I was so happy that he was escaping and getting away. But the fact that these kids had to get together mm-hmm. to save each other mm-hmm. was beautiful. I mean, seeing it, how, how, how'd how you feel? Um, yeah, that was a, a, a tough moment to watch. Because at the end of the day, I still said, wow, he's just a child. He's a boy. A baby. He's leaving his home, the only home he knows, which is a messed up home, to go to where? We don't know. But Tampa hopefully with the daddy who ain't got no phone? Right. Or is he I gonna just... live with with Star? And they gonna have a spinoff. This is my prediction. <laughs> Sarah and Star take over Tampa. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, then Sarah's I'm, gonna edit. Okay. Down, down. <laughs> so, I mean, hopefully this means better things. And, we'll, you know, we'll talk about this in a little bit more in predictions. But let's get to some news and and gossip. Oh, guys. Okay, so my news is basically just going to shout out everyone who's watching the show. We love the show. We see you guys all love the show. And I'm going to reach out to Twitter. So we have so many tweets. Um, we, Nancy Boy said, this show really is too much for my light heart, girl. I feel you. (laughs) Um, So someone else says, so Sarah Mama really going to put his disappearance on David? (laughs) Really? Right, (laughs) right. Seriously? Okay, another one. David makes men... Um, David makes man. Don't stress anybody else out. <laughs> right. Don't like. Don't 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 stress anybody. Yeah, stress else. me right. out. I'm stressed. I'm stressed. Okay. Um, another person said David makes man is impeccable in every way. Every what a show. Love Amen. It. I do too. I love it. Someone else says, I can't wait to get into the next episode of David Makes Man, but I'm sad the season is ending soon. Yes, and speaking of the ending ending soon, Sarah, have we heard anything about season two? I haven't heard anything yet. Oh, no one's telling us. We gotta gotta start a campaign. (laughs) Right. Okay. I don't know if you know, editors are considered post-production. That's like the last, that's the the end of the end. No, but sometimes you know things. Sometimes, you know. (laughs) So someone else said, David makes man. Saren's mom just show her true colors at the school, then try to act all concerned. You fake, you phony. <laughs> I love that. That's right. The way she treated the the secretary. Yeah, that little girl. I love that little girl. I checking her like, mm, yeah, this lady. Yes. <laughs> okay. The real keen Hardy said, 
says, <laughs> I'm probably going to need a drink and some ibuprofen after this show. For real. This episode. I need it. I need it both. I don't know if we should take them together. <laughs> but <laughs> well, we're going to end up like little Willie Derrick if we do. <laughs> but I needed to say. <laughs> Thank you for all those tweets. That was amazing. And Thank you to everyone that tweets about the show and comments. Um, let's get into some predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. So I already predicted about the spinoff, you know, Saren and Star. That's going to happen. I'm gonna, down. Right? Logan be, and Nate. They are right? awesome. That'd be we amazing. haven't seen enough of them. Right? Yeah. And then Mix Elijah will come visit. Mm-hmm. I just created a whole new show. Terrell holler at me we'll work on it together <laughs> but um i really want to see what's gonna happen with saren where is saren and you know what i want to see miss kelly and ray get in trouble i yes. need somebody to find by the end of this season somebody please call them out i know david may not be the one to actually call them out but i just want people to know what they're really doing mm-hmm. also you know poor um Miss Gloria still, you know, things. She's still struggling, um, but hopefully, this hurricane. She's. I don't know. If she's gonna have to, if she ends up evacuating, but hopefully, she finds a safe space. We see Miss Leela Roshan gonna be on the episode next week. It's so yeah. much. It's so much. I'm excited about <laughs> that, and I just want to say there was that part where uh, the 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 house the the manager of the apartment was like, "You ain't got no TV." Oh Miss Hertrude. Miss Hertrude said, Ms. "You ain't got Hertrude. no TV." She- Let me tell you something. Everybody, it's digital now. You don't need a TV to watch TV. She said... What you gonna watch your stories on? <laughs> <laughs> but listen, Miss uh, Gloria out here looking for a job. She ain't got time to be watching those stories all day, Miss Hertrude. It's true. So, she busy. True. Okay. So Zaki, what are your predictions? Okay, so my prediction. <laughs> I feel like there's so much that go- that's going on, but David is really taking a hold of this drug game, and I feel like he is about to make the money for his family that he needs to make. Unfortunately, in that way, and he is about to take over Raynan's place and we see Raynan is a fallen king. He's not. But how do you feel if that if you think that's what's going to happen or I mean it mm-hmm. was telegraphed he sort of is above Raynan on the food chain. Right. How do you like what about Sky? What about Sky, Sky didn't want that for him. I know, man. I don't Sky wants Sky's to gone. go to her Sky, Sky's gone. Sky's I mean, gone, and he is losing. I mean, he took a lot of L's this episode. I don't know, and that's what he said. He, he said, was like, "I, I, David." He wrote, he, "I wrote down." David feels like he's losing in life and about to lose Saren, just like he lost Sky. Yes, and and yeah. and to to be frank, Willie Derrick OD'd off of the drug that Willie Derrick gone. He OD'd off of the drug that um David brought, so he has to somehow get control of stuff. That's I, on that's on David. Yep. Lord, and, and, and she says you can't save them all. Yes, I know. She and said he that said last, I know. But look, JG, don't let me hear nothing about you taking no drugs now, because I know you oh, and no. Willie Derrick was friends, mm-hmm. and you be trying to get in stuff you're not supposed to. So I hope we don't see anything happen to him. I hope Miss Gloria don't end up taking these drugs because we see her stressed out at some bottles in the bathroom next week. So I'm worried about that. And she uh, answered the door crazy. You mean looking crazy today? Well, or- not looking crazy, but she like answered it like, what's up? Like, <laughs> she was just tired of Miss Hertrude. It's Hertrude or Gertrude? Hertrude. Miss Hertrude. Hertrude. She yeah. just be so worrisome mm-hmm. all the time bothering people about her rent money. <laughs> Lord. Um, I also wanted to talk about, you know, the life of an editor before we wrap up. How What life? Okay, that's what I <laughs> want to talk about. Explain to people who don't understand, like, your your hours when you're shooting. 
Uh, well, we're usually the standard, you know, hours is 60 hours a week. So 12 hours a day. And sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less, but it usually feels like it's more. Mm. But you're getting the opportunity to do what you love. Oh, 100%. 100%. Especially when you're working on a show like this, where you're just like so connected to the characters, so connected to the world. You guys don't even get to read the scripts that we get to read with Mm. Terrell's amazing writing and all the other great runners on the show and and our showrunner, D. And it's not every show is easy, but this show is delightful. Well, thank you so much for being here, Sarah. Where can everybody find you on, on social media? I am just new to the Twitter game, but my <laughs> handle is uh, Sarah underscore C underscore Reeves. Perfect. And, and uh, on Instagram? Whippy Snappy. Whippy on, Snappy. Whippy Snappy on Instagram. Zakia, where can everyone find you? Hi, guys. You can all find me at Zakia W underscore on Instagram. And I am Sahai Wilson. You can find me at Say Hi Sahai. That's S-A-Y-H-I-T-S-A-H-A-I. Guys, thank you so much for being with us. We have two more episodes left. So please come back next week. Josh will be back and we will give you more David Makes Man after show next week. Woohoo! Bye, guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 